0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the fourth and final part, Rack FM, number 16. Thank fucking Christ. Let's take a listen.
1: He is here. He is here. But wait a minute. What's Slinks trying to say? Slinks, do you think you've discovered the uh, R-O-S-S-S or what? Let me repeat. Do you think you have discovered the R-O-S-S or what? Is that what you think you're on to? Uh,
2: R-O-S-S? Ross? What are you saying?
1: The Raccoon Operational Secret Services. Is that why you think you're fucking coming up here <laughs> on a
2: record? <laughs>
1: no, I'm going to have to delete, What are you talking about? You think, oh my god, this woman. Someone fucking get a room, will you, with uh, the Red Bull or something.
3: So we can get it on level one. Honestly, oh, shit. Get it off. PTSD thing. What
2: is happening right now? what is happening
1: what? you're coming in here like oh i'm sure raccoons are doing this really
2: in, no, you coming in racco- asking no i'm on asking your amir one. i met this guy named trendy on the youth uh discord or whatever and he's doing some cool nft project and it hasn't minted yet but amir has been rocking the pfp for it for a while and i wanted to ask him about it and they have a partnership oh. with wreck Re- gang so that's another reason that's all
0: you want not the spaces
2: about when I, i'm talking about whatever he has
1: yeah you were in the spaces when i absolutely like destroyed uh trendy no well, because oh, he came no. in with his, oh, no. he, wait he, he got his open he put his rack on open sea and came in with his fucking i amanda's laughing because she can remember he came <laughs> how,
2: in, how is that possible
1: then he started with, and then he started like DMing the devs, and the devs were like, "Oh, this guy's a pleb. Come the fuck off with you." <laughs> what,
2: dude? You know he, like, he He how, goes. How like, did he put oh, the rack? The...
3: Excuse me. Yeah, ex- Hello, man. Happy holiday.
2: But how, how how did he put the
3: rack on the open seat?
2: Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude?
3: He
1: did. Go and ask him. He'll tell you. Uh,
2: he... Okay.
1: He had the verified, he was the only, he's right. Like, trendy is the only person to ever have a verified uh, Raccoon, the Hexagon PFP thing on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about, ever. And he did, I said, I said, do reach out to like devs, you know, and they, and they just were like, oh, fuck that stuff, cunt, fuck this shit. <laughs> they were like, never, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> it was live, I've got, I've got the recording, it's there to record on Terra Spaces.
2: Okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm asking Amir about WCAA. Uh, it appears you...
3: It's the oh, viral shit. team. It's the viral team that they're launching a collection on, on, um, on ETH Ethereum 10K PFP collection. And they're actually doing it to like um, expand to, to ETH and then bring people back to Cosmos and secrets secret network.
2: Yay! You fucking treat. That sounds cool. You treat. And that's what he was basically telling me. Also, Robo, he says he owns an exotic pet company, and I asked him if he had sugar gliders, and he said no. And I said, Well, Robo had two, so you better <laughs> you better get them, because <laughs> who doesn't want a sugar glider?
1: It slings. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'll post. I'll put it up in here now. Uh... I asked the missus of the day, I said, have you got uh, any of those old, like, videos of the sugar gliders from, like, back in the day? Because I haven't. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got one or two. Like, let me look. And uh, she said, like, literally, oh, they are the size of my thumb. And they are, like, kissing I me. I know, the- I
2: saw the photos. They're so stinking cute. You sent photos. They're somewhere. Oh, the video. Some past are you- Not video, but definitely... like there's one chilling on in your there's two of them in your hand and they're snuggling each other and you're telling us that they cannot be individualists like they need each other and then you started and i was dying because i really want one really bad if any if
1: anyone wants a sugar glider here please trust me i do know this you cannot just get one it's not fair they are like. I mean, it's like taking a human, right, and putting them in solitary confinement. But, like, like for a human to be put in that those extremities of, like, a human confinement, it's, like, awful. Yeah, you can bring them out of the cage, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, something I'm going to tell you is this. The one I adopted. So when the woman went back to South Africa for a year that I told everyone about before, I looked after her, uh, like, it was, like, 11 months or something before they came back, right? Uh, honestly, it didn't want to come out and play. Uh, I mean, I got it out a couple of times. Like, I really was so insecure. It didn't even want to come out of the bed area for food. It was like to see this. Like, I was quite like heartbroken, given the fact that I'd already like had two that were just like so engaging, like literally jumping from person to person and that, like a couple of meters, like in the house and stuff. Like, up and down the curtain pole and having such a great time and that. And then I got this girl, you know, she'd already been raised, alone. Oh, man, it's it's, it's night and day. I I can't give any other story, guys, other than anecdotal evidence. What else have I got? I'm here on a space, I'm a player, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, Slinks, if you can bring up the two of them together, man, they are so amazing, man. Honestly, God, I swear, I swear down, you'll not see cute animals in your life. The way they can curl up around their tails and like just curl up in their own body and like, it's fucking insane, man. They like create their own little like bed for themselves. Like it's mad. Like and they eat KFC.
3: <laughs> no one. Are, pretty cool. My buddy had um a few uh, sugar gliders. He actually had an albino one too. Um. But, yeah, you have to get them in pairs or, or groups or, like, they're they're very social creatures. Like And, and also, they're uh, nocturnal, too, so you have to kind of get on that kind of schedule. If you, oh, want well, you,
4: you you can't say albino. You can't say that. That's racist. I thought that's how you described them. <laughs> i you
2: telling me I'm fucking racist for saying it was a white hacker. Black <laughs> dog's half albino.
1: My dog's half albino. Like when she was uh, born, a puppy Rhea, the one that had the operation. We thought she was a uh, full albino, but she like the blue eyes came out, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh, what's wrong with albino? I mean, it's a proper common term, especially across across like uh, West Africa. Uh, like like literally, it's a condition. It's a, it's a medical condition, so what? I don't say the problem with the word albino. Like, I don't know who would have a problem with it. If I'm not allowed to say that word uh, anymore in our society, then I don't want to be part of our society. <laughs> it's a word I've grew. Yeah. With.
3: The word I've grew. I, with.
5: I, you know, I grew up saying albino as well.
3: I it was, I grew up on that word. So fuck them, my like, like literally, <laughs> me dog. my my dog is uh,
1: not right guys just fucked up yeah she's a bit of a She's like half albino and then just half dog and jackal golden jackal so like she's even more fucked up uh we have to cope with it don't we we have to do what we do i've lived through an operation with her on her fucking hips like doing what i'm trying to do like if anyone comes to me and say you can't see i mean there's words i would never see it
3: everyone in this room should know like this word who calls
2: their dog that
3: Oh, you know, a nickname, well, her nickname, is, so what, right, the sharp hair I had, her nickname,
1: well, her name, not her nickname, was uh, Muan, uh, which is the uh, sweet pig, right, so like moo is like pig, uh, Wan is sweet, right, sweet pig, because it was like, a, like, it's quite similar to uh, the word fat. So in Thai, because I was calling her fat, right? This is how I, we named her, the uh, adopted uh, dog. In Thai, uh, Uan, right? Uan is fat. Whereas Muan, with just, like, just an M in the front, uh, means uh, sweet pig. So like when she was running up the street, we didn't have a name for her. When we just got on, she so we like proper fat and didn't know what she was doing. Like, I was like, Ooh, and my, Ooh, I'm my, like, I was like, fat, fat. And my wife was like, You can't say that in the street. You can't shout that. And then my wife came up with the idea of, like, Muan. But then my albino puppy came along uh, after a while uh, with our brother, the twins. And she's red, like like a red dog. We, all of them, uh, if you see my dogs, the photos, they're all like uh, black and uh, white and grey. Except this one, she's red. This is that half albino one now, and she's called Mudang. Her nickname is Mudang. Mudang. So Dang is red, and Moo is pig. So like her name, like she's like the red pig. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody listening, but like we just love at the bits. Like I don't know, it's, it's one of them things. Mudang my Mudang. It's a nickname. It's not. It's not even a proper name, you know. Proper name is Rhea, Like that she gets called like just a nickname. Anyone else have nickname? You must have a nickname
3: for your dog, huh? Can't be the only one that has nicknames for the dog. Like. All of our dogs have got several nicknames. No one.
2: Okay. You wanna hear something interesting? I just saw. Uh Kraken just undelegated eight million dollars of of Adam. It's gonna be fun.
4: Oh yeah, I, I saw maybe they're gonna Put it into a liquid staking protocol. Okay.
2: Dream. Dream on.
4: That that's my op, my optimistic uh, prediction. Yeah, that was George have you, been,
3: in-
2: have you guys been looking? Uh Steffi showed me this the website uh smart stake, right? And how they have all those dashboards about undelegation. I cannot find, and I don't know if this is something that is there, where it shows over time the delegate or undelegations over time. They only show one day, seven day, and like all days, which is meaning, you know, of the period of undelegations. If something takes twenty eight days, it's the full Oh, look at Steffi's here. Maybe he can help me. Can you get him up here?
3: Yeah, there's a couple of sites, right?
1: There's a couple of sites uh, where you can find out exactly what's happening. Ah, uh, yeah, I love the fact that uh, Rama caught that loot bullet, uh, especially after he was telling us, like he was literally like, "Oh, that's it, that's it? the funds are gone, everything's clean." And then, like two days later, he's like, "Oh, fucking hell, I missed this. Like, they've still got like 60k doing what the dump. done." Hey, hello, Sefi. hello, man.
6: Hey, just hopped back on. Just got out of work. Uh, you had you guys had a question or something?
2: Yeah. Um, so you know, with the smart stake uh, website you showed me, I was messing around with it and looking at all the delegation data. It says it only gives out a one day, a seven day, and an all day, all day, meaning the amount of time i'm assuming it takes to unbond so like let's say it's 14 days 28 days 21 days whatever it is is there a graph of overtime available on there and i'm just yeah can't it's find it's,
6: it. it's in there there's a i don't know somewhere at the bottom of the menu it says like delegations or something i saw a graph i'm not at my computer now to like pull it up but somewhere there is one um and there's like a bar graph like where the time period when there's the most pending undelegations like you know it shows you a graph for that week or whatever that shows a really high spike and then you have you know those like bars get smaller and smaller as time goes on i think this the bars were like the tallest in, in representing the most undelegations uh when the market was really really hot um and people were selling um at this point it seems quite minimal on the whole now this doesn't necessarily represent all selling pressure or you know everything obviously um you can have you know shorts in on various exchanges you can have like validators selling um you know some of their uh uh you know some of the money that they get so like it, this doesn't it's not a like total picture but if you think about it from the angle of like, well, um, I think I'm not sure. I think Adam, it's like what 60% uh delegated, I think, of the of the market cap. So it does represent a substantial percent. 62%, por- 62, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a substantial portion of yeah. like possible sell pressure if you have a lot of undelegations at once. Um so it doesn't look like that's the case um at this point. So it's a very relatively low amount of
1: Steffi, sorry, when you are uh, talking about like things like shorts and stuff, right, you are specifically like talking about Atom. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if uh, Osmo has any uh, perps on on Binance at the minute, but the rest of the stuff like Evmos, uh, Juno, that doesn't necessarily apply. Like seeing these charts, which we have been for months, I mean, the best Evmos-like player was just like watching those charts, right? Like, what was gonna unstake when. Like we've had raw
3: yeah. yeah, group chat.
6: Yeah, months. I don't think there are many places you can uh I, I would think there's very little places you can short most things except for Adam. Um if it's available like on a Kucoin or a Binance or something like that, um Bybit and some of these type of exchanges where shorts are available, people can do that. Um but uh it's actually good news in a sense that like simultaneously, atom is one of the only things you can shorten the cosmos, and simultaneously, it has retained more of its value from the 2000 bottom than most of crypto at this stage. Um, like it's retained more of its value than almost anything. Uh, if you look like, a good metric to look at is, take any coin and look at its 2020 COVID dump. Um, I, I meant to 2020, by the way, not 2000. sorry. Um. Look at the 2020 COVID dump and look at the price of any crypto today compared to the very, very bottom of that like dump, which was like the capitulation, liquidation, sort of deep wick when Bitcoin dropped to like 4K. And compare most crypto that's been around that long and compare it to what it's worth now. And you'll notice that like I think Adam's worth still like what, nine bucks plus. And that's simply that's basically a 9x from the bottom still. Um, which basically is better performance than like Bitcoin or a variety of other things. So, anyway, it's a good way to tell where we are.
1: Steffi so bro, you know I it's only in regards to what like Slinky was talking about, uh Slinks, sorry, uh about the uh charts in regards to the un- unbonding, and it might like there might be people in the room, you know, that like don't really pay attention to this sort of stuff. The greatest like clear. Uh, honestly, that I've seen over the last couple of months that like made decent money was like the Evmos uh, play, and just seeing when things were unbonding, like it, it's it's if if you're watching what's getting unbonded, uh, from whom, uh, which wallets have done like what past interactions, like if if you're willing to go down that route, see, we have someone like Rama in our group chat now. I know Bruce is here, so. Bruce has been privileged to, like, all this information all the time, constantly, right? Like, it is something that I think Slinks was, like, talking about this. People need to pay attention to exactly what's going on. There are more, like, automated bots, like, popping up. There's that there. Atom 1, any big Atom moves. I was saying that, reg- like, regularly. But, yeah,
3: it's... Uh, but Slinks- it's,
6: not, it's, not that, it's not that revealing or anything. If you think about it, like, okay, when are you likely to see people sell? You're likely to Ev- see people sell Ev-Moss if, pri- like, big players are going to sell if the price is going up, right? So, Ev-Moss the fact so that,
3: talented.
6: yeah, so
3: can he, you hear me?
1: I can, but have you seen it, bro? Have you okay. seen Evmos, the unbonding to the dumps? Like, it's embarrassing. Like, it's, anyone could have seen it, Sophie?
6: Um, I haven't paid attention to Evmos to speak on it at all. So, like, I, I haven't followed his price action or the any of the kind of like on-chain things. So probably can't say too much about it. But what I was going to say is like unbonding and everything, it makes sense that you're going to have a rise in unbonding as the price of a coin goes up a lot. So um, it's just expected that you're going to see selling as prices rise. So there is like a fair amount of proportionality between how much is unbonded and how, how high the price is at any given moment. So it's not really like this big alpha where If you follow this, you're suddenly going to make a lot of money or some shit. Like, (laughs) arguably, you could do something even simpler, which is set an alarm for, like, let's say Adam's at 10 bucks. Let's say it's at 15. Let's say it's at 20. You can just set an alarm for every $5. And, you know, if you happen to be not paying attention to it, you say, okay, I'm going to sell some at, you know, when it goes to 20 or I'm going to sell some at 25 or 30 or something like that. That's no different than what you're seeing on the unbonding charts, if that makes sense. Like, Anyway, but I just brought it up the other day because we're unbonding. It's like kind of an all-time low, relatively speaking, which means to me, okay, well, most of the cell pressure from people that are staked um, is going to be fairly limited um, compared to historic, Um, which makes sense because like atoms at a relative low, but you know, anything could go lower, right? Like I suppose it could go down, we could go down to five bucks again, Um, but it becomes less and less likely if we don't have as many unbondings happening. At least in the
3: short term. Mm-hmm. That's kind of Just positive Ste- news for us. Obviously, in the Steffi- mine is. Steffi, obviously in the oh, mine is- Steffi, still- <laughs> is-
2: <laughs> Okay, Steffi, I'm still having trouble finding where that graph is. Is it dependent on each validator? So like if I go to Kraken, like I have to look at each the Kraken graph. It's not like a holistic view of delegations and delegations?
6: Um, give me a sec. I'm, I'm at a spot where I can look, so give me just about it.
3: I'll check. Okay, thanks. Two seconds, uh, Slings.
1: There is a website uh, that will give you everything you need to know about all bond and unbonders. If anyone wants to jump over the link quickly, you can. I'm going to have to go and find
4: it for your Slings. Uh, we have what, why are you guys? Why are you guys trying to front run the market moves? Don't you want to just wake up in the morning and find that you've lost like 30% of your net worth with like unexpectedly. I mean, isn't that, isn't no. that how crypto works? I remember one time I went no, fishing and when I got, for... no, I like to just like put, turn my phone off like two hours and turn it back on. I'm like, oh, I lost $25,000 while I was fishing. That sucks. I feel like it's more right, fun you'll... that way.
6: <laughs> yeah. You'll get a surprise. Look, it's like Christmas morning.
4: Yeah. Every morning Christmas could be, It could be, every morning could be Christmas morning if you don't check that stuff and concern yourself with data.
6: The the place I found the graph, by the way, if you go to, okay, if you go to smartstake.io, it's actually cosmos.smartstake.io. If you use your phone, um, it's, at least on the phone version, it's right there, like on, you know, when you scroll down, it's one of the graphs that you scroll down on the dash main okay, dashboard. I guess
2: on the computer it doesn't do that, or somehow my dashboard is not set up like this. So so on uh, on cosmos.smartstake
6: yeah cosmos.smartstake.io um you just you know you just kind of like slide down and you'll find the last two sections are pending on delegations as a graph. And the last I think let me see if I can find the last big spike on here. Well, anyway, forget it. Um, Point is, like, it's on there. And then you have, uh, depending on delegations are also listed, too, at the bottom. If you want to just, like, pull them up one by one. But anyway, point is, like, on the whole, it's low. And, you know, that's generally a good thing, I suppose. (laughs) Like, for whatever that's worth. Wow, Steffi, you missed the uh, big
1: uh, conversation uh, earlier uh regarding uh i mean i'm not going to go into it now but it was massive with like quite a few people this has been going on like nearly eight hours uh some new people are coming in we'll keep it going but the j like versus like jack and uh, zaki conversation earlier was a big like contentious like not argument but i would say debate uh, i do want to say guys listen
3: if you can make my Christmas dream come true, please, just for me right now, please. Cosmos Joe, I don't know if you've
1: ever met Matt, right? Matt is a good friend. He comes from my city, right? Uh, he's part of the Czech crew. Joe, if you've never met Matt, give him like the one-on-one quick interview that you do with all your guests where you're like, yes or no questions. Come on. Come on, Joe. I want to hear you. you've never caught a matt you know, Man, I check.
4: think Bring I think off. I talked... Oh, Matt's from Czech? Uh-huh. No, he's from Archway, <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> I'm doing... oh, no, from Archway. Hey, this... two. I feel I like uh... two.
7: That's... Yeah, I've been I'm making off. my way around uh, the spaces and uh, group chats. I might lose you guys, but I'm uh, boarding a plane. Um, but yeah, like I newer to cosmos but uh yeah i'm starting to write some articles from kind of beginner stuff uh i'm sharing those and uh yeah i learned as much as i can contributing to archway right now but that's it.
4: cool i i have a i have a big interest in archway um in terms of their decks which i was told by the by eric that their decks will not rely on inf- inflation Specifically to attract liquidity to the dex, and their dex, to- their tokenomics of the dex token will allow the dex to be more profitable than Osmosis. I don't know if you know anything
7: about that.
3: Every,
4: every time I ask questions about dex tokens, people leave the spaces, so I don't blame you if you leave.
7: Give, give, give me a second. I'm uh, I'm trying to put my bag above the seat yes. so I can sit down.
4: Oh, no, I know. I know that wasn't a yes or no question. I just saw that you're from Archway, and I probably, I probably should just continue the conversation with Eric. <laughs> but you know, Joe, if he doesn't come back
1: though, Joe, I'd drop the thing You know why? Because Matt. There's also Matt from fucking checked and these dudes keep changing their PFPs. Like literally, if I click in Matt, I'll see his banner, and I'll know who it is. Like uh he, he comes in with your woman from archway the two of them have been coming in regularly like regular oh, yeah,
3: business.
4: Yeah. i talked to them they're nice Dude, right, have
7: i'm you back, not met- I'm back.
4: Oh, hello yeah
7: I, i'm i don't know if you can hear but uh on that question yep. on the deck stuff yeah i i really don't have a good a good feel for an answer there
4: um there's so many so we we waited we waited for no reason for you to check your bag i yeah. guess jeez
7: yeah, no, I, I, uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, let's see if I can make something up Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm just, oh, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Eric, Eric's pretty knowledgeable on that stuff. I don't have like as much experience like working on like he, he has experience working on DEXs. Like they have their own Dex products that they're gonna launch on Archway actually. So. He's very close to like how that stuff works. And yeah.
4: Like, I'm just so, here for the vibes, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. no, so I have a I have a YouTube channel and, and I like to like bring on really smart devs and then ask them like a bunch of dumb questions about like base level function of the the token or the protocol. So besides Eric, who do you think I should talk to in Archway to possibly get either a spaces or a YouTube recorded conversation
7: um honestly sh- shoot me a dm and i can uh i can put you in touch with a couple folks maybe just have some intros before before recording something
4: um yeah i'm, I'm in a couple of the telegrams so I, I just don't know who's who to be honest with you so but i'll, I'll do that i'll send you a dm i appreciate it
7: yeah, yeah well i'm glad to know there's another matt who's you know smart dev I'm just, uh, Non-technical
4: could be, to be honest. uh it uh, looks like I've i t- I've talked guys... to you on DMs before.
6: But Joe, <laughs> you're trying to figure out like what makes what a like a profitable DEX that uh is like favorable to liquidity providers somehow? Is that what
7: you're trying to ask? For...
4: No, I would say like for the last like six months, I look at all these um these protocols and I don't understand how the tokens actually gain value other than in a bull market, heavy speculation and marketing, right? And I think the DEX tokens don't accrue any value at all, unless I think Osmosis is a little different because it's a layer one. You need the Osmo token for the most part to use the chain, right? So I know the gas is really low, but generally speaking, and when I was talking to to Eric from Archway, he was explaining to me how um, Osmosis actually loses money every month and and i was like okay well you could definitely lose money for a good amount of time but the problem is the tokens going down and they have to pay out more to keep liquidity on the chain there's going to be a point where like the inflation trends to like single digits right so eventually the 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 whether it's staking rewards or lp rewards is going to be six percent eight percent nine percent whatever how d- will they keep liquidity on the chain? And you know, obviously, when I talked to when I talked to Archway, he said, "Okay." He goes, "I was hired specifically to handle this." Sends me some documents, and I'm reading the documents, and I'm just like, "I can't understand any of this shit, right?" I, I understand how they prevent slippage with low liquidity, the way it's designed, and I I, I could see that, but they have a couple of features that osmosis just doesn't have and i'm I'm not saying anything's gonna you know uproot and and destroy osmosis but osmosis is it, for me i will compare every dex against it so that's that's what i was getting at that's all just how you keep liquidity on the chain if you're paying rewards in the the layer one token that people are selling at it ever increasing yeah rate. The,
6: the simple answer is there is no mathematics that works for that that's right, right 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 right. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but but you know with uh, with
4: osmosis i think they can they can definitely closely integrate the decks with the chain itself because it's the only app right and they could you know they could have mev well, the decks, or the <laughs> decks
6: and the chain yeah are one for that particular the, it's a deck yeah app
4: so
6: that's why i'm supposed card, to talk
4: to i'm supposed to talk to sunny like this week or next week and i'm i'm probably going to just literally keep the whole conversation on the token even though he you know he probably wants to talk about other stuff but you know i i to me the most interesting thing about osmosis is that it's the it's the only dex i've ever heard of that's on its own chain so can they use that to their advantage to make the the dex still viable even after the inflation runs runs low and you have a horrible bear market and liquidity is leaving all these other dexes like if you look at evmos evmos almost is unusable to do swaps right and 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 osmosis can overcome that but i i would like to know what about the close integration between the chain and the app will allow them to do that or is there just a specific threshold of liquidity that allows these dexes to survive like you know maybe as long as you maintain over 100 million in liquidity you could survive a bear market for x amount of months right something like that
6: yeah, it's, so you,
1: it's a competitive so discussion. The guys, we've already talked. Uh, sorry, Seve, I do, I do apologize for interjecting. Listen, guys, we're gonna, you're gonna have to go back and replay this, right? And I don't know if he's gonna come on a spaces and actually do this. Ram has detected some things with osmosis, right? And that if you were in control of osmosis and it was you that were pulling the strings, this is exactly what you would be doing. I mean, I'm talking about stuff that's only begun since it went on Binance, right? And it's to do with incentives, and it's to do with covering shorts, and and it's a dirty little trail. And it's not, like I said this earlier, I'm not going to repeat myself, but I'm going to have to at this point. It's not for me to come on here. I've probably said it now. I mean, it is recorded. When I did say this earlier, like five, six hours ago, when I first said it, I was like, I'll delete the spaces. But I might have to leave it up and force your man's hand. He's away for a few days right now. Uh, let's get Ram to come back. And if he wants to go public with what he thinks he knows, let's see. But there's a bad smell about osmosis at the minute. And he's going to go off and he's going to look about what I'm talking about. And he's going to look at uh, who will be doing what and when and how you will be playing that up and down. And yeah, being done, that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions. I've just I've seen the data. Osmosis is dirty. Like apologies for anyone in the
3: room that doesn't want to believe that. But wait, what, what does that mean? There. Like, what are you talking about? They're uh, they, respect? Met they, met, they met, well. It
1: looks it looks like. I mean, I haven't seen solid proof. I've just seen kind of like substantial proof. That like. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we, soon? Because Rain Man's going to wake up or he's going to get a DM from this, like, spaces, like, like what's Robot talking about? Like, and this is how it works. I have to put crumbs out. Let's see if your man's going to come in with evidence because it looks like there's some manipulation going on, Steffi, uh, over with osmosis uh, in regards to the amount of inflation and how they're trying to, like, look after the token price. I don't, I don't know, Joe, Joe, what research have you done? Cause
4: i don't How go that deep into i don't i don't go that deep into like the moves that the actual team is making with their own tokens or or anything like that i i look at it i look at like a a sea of dex tokens that go to zero right it, 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 and once the liquidity gets yeah you know, I, I don't know what the number is but once the liquidity gets to a certain low number it might as well be zero and then from there you can't do anything to incentivize liquidity because your token has lost like 90 whatever percent unless you need to have like some kind of uh, i don't even know like a fundraising okay okay is, is or you have to currently
1: well currently is sunny is sunny lever, uh, leveraging binance against his own decks is he i mean that's uh, probably the question
4: don't leave it don't even tell me that all right well you just ruined my day but it's are you saying you guys you guys weather. talked about this you guys talked about this earlier I, on the spaces i got to go uh, back guys, and listen guys what you're saying?
1: guys 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 wait i'm honored we he's jake he's jake let's get let if we can change the subject let's bring jake in because wow we've been on uh eight and a half hours i mean i'm up for an all-nighter uh i'm sitting with a hoodie just so like jake if you if you cannot can't, like come in and speak. Dude, I see you in your hoodie. On, you're on that fucking picture that's on the tablet, right? You, you've gone down in raccoon folklore, right, of the 35-hour uh, spaces. Dude, I'm outside. half past four in the morning. I've got a hoodie on myself. I'm blessed. I can only wear a hoodie. Uh, oh, you easy, yeah? Jake, I only get to wear a hoodie for like three weeks of the year. Do you realize that?
3: Dude, I'm in my hoodie now. It's fucking so cool. Like, <laughs> hello, Jake. Yo, what's up? What are you fools talking about? We're in this
8: salted scandals. We're we're elbow
4: deep in a bunch of scandals right now. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. That's great. That sounds awesome. (laughs) And nothing, we haven't said anything about Juno, actually. So Juno is not the topic of of the scandal discussion for once, which is awesome. God damn it. Juno is all about,
8: we need more more FUD. (laughs) Like, we need to be a center of attention at all. <laughs> we're the only chain
3: that
1: has scanned. Hey, That's God. so funny. There's no point yeah, anymore. We're... I said this tonight. Once Loop, once Loop dumped the last of that. I think they've got like sixty you k Juno on the wallet or whatever left. The one that Rama found the day by surprise or something. Once these dumped, it, hey, if we go sub one dollar Jake so folk like I've been, I've been big in June up tonight. So fucking much. Because I've, I've just seen so much like bullish like shit about like you can't build permissionless shit on permissioned networks. But you can build, if you want to, you can build permission shit on permissionless networks. Let's fucking go, Jake. Sourced out. I'm all in me. You've got the power of the raccoons behind Juno now. We're all in.
3: Hell yeah. I mean, um, I'm stoked. I'm,
8: I'm excited for the new year. Like. The great reset has happened. It's a new era.
3: I don't know, but yeah. What 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 are the scandals? Let, let, I want to hear all the scandals.
6: Well, before getting into scandals and things, um, do you have uh, do you have what you would consider um, like a perfect Dex tokenomic? Like, if you had, if you if you were to create like a endlessly sustainable Dex somehow that would include like benefits to the LP providers benefits to the people that produce the decks and benefits to the users of the decks. Like in your head, like have you seen anything that resembles that, that utopia yet?
8: No. Cause I think all decks tokenomics are like optimized for the bull market. Like, and they just fundamentally like don't work. I think, uh, I think the only thing that I would find appealing for this is vertical integration. Like, I think a DEX by itself is, like, very limited. All the tokenomics around, like, incentivized liquidity and stuff,
3: like, they're all, like, super flawed. Uh, I've not seen, like, you know, I've been in crypto for a while.
8: Uh, I see stuff that really works well during the bull market, but, like, it's not the kind of, like, long-term sustainable stuff. Um, I really think that, if i had to like spitball i'd say vertical integration so like uh you know like and i think that this is kind of like the direction that osmosis is going and i've been talking with the wind team they're also like thinking like kind of similar things of like wrapping together lending uh like all these other like d5 products together that take advantage of the liquidity that's in the dex uh and then yeah sort of
3: like I, I think that's the only way you can actually build like real sustainable yield. That's not like short term.
6: Yeah. There's also the problem of protocols themselves, right? Like, so let's say you have a project, you have a coin and you want that coin to be listed on a dex. Uh, you know, who provides the other side of that coin? You know, is it the protocol that provides it? Is there some systematic way to incentivize, You know, those LPs for people buying those coins, like you said, in a bull market, it works out. And when it's not a bull market, it's like protocol and liquidity of some kind is sort of like the only way to go. Someone's got to pay for that liquidity, essentially. And like you're basically bootstrapping adoption with that kind of money. And that, again, works if you expect your money to you, you have an ROI that where you're making money because you're bootstrapping adoption. But who wants to bootstrap adaption with their own money just for the sake of doing it? Um, that's where it gets tough. And I think uh, there's not Another really a, that, like,
8: yeah, I, a clean it, solution. I don't think there's a clean solution for this. But one of the things that, I, that is interesting to me that I really hope we like, start exploring more next year um, is like, kind of like doubted out deals. For example, like, if like, Juno and Osmo like, really want really deep liquidity in that pair, like why not... like you know, work together as a community, and make a make a deal. Like they provide that. That's what was happening. You provide the Juno half. Like mm-hmm. uh,
6: that's exactly what was happening on Terra with like Apollo DAO, and oh, it's uh, already happened. It's already happened on the IBC. Jake,
1: uh, stop. Sorry, sorry, Jake, stop me if I'm wrong. Was it uh, osmosis and stars that did that to DAO? Uh, can you?
8: remember that yeah it wasn't it wasn't permanent liquidity so that was like uh for the liquidity bootstrapping pool and so the way that worked is like the osmosis community basically gave us a loan of osmo for the liquidity bootstrapping event i guess what i'm talking about here is something that's like a little bit more long term where like we'd have like and maybe we could even like have a smart contract that manages this but like the osmo community and like the juno community would both pass like proposals to agree to like for example provide X amount of liquidity for like one year using community funds. And then like everyone kind of like benefits from like really deep liquidity between those two pairs. I think these doubted out deals, like, because like, especially now, it's just not like super profitable or like sustainable to like provide that amount of liquidity, especially when there's like, like staking rewards and all this other stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess that gets to another thing though, Steffi, is like, I really love the idea of like superfluid staking like uh, in osmosis where we can kind of like reuse some of these, like some liquidity inside the pools for like other kind of use cases. Um, But I I think that's kind of more along the lines of like vertical integration, like integrating things like liquid staking protocols into DAXs as well. Like it's more about like combining all these things into like more complex financial products.
6: Yeah, it's almost like you have to, right? Because otherwise the opportunity cost is, let's say you have the opportunity of staking versus providing liquidity as an end user. You are having to give up your staking, um, which is sort of like the lowest risk um, yield in theory, um, which everyone is entitled to just for staking. And you lose that to provide liquidity in a lot of situations. So without having some kind of liquid stake solution or something like that where you can still take advantage of that. You don't really have a lot of incentive to provide liquidity. And like, what is your, what is your reasoning? It would be because like you'd make money on the transaction fees or something maybe, but like, again, that works in a bull market when the transaction fees are really high. It doesn't so much in a bear market. Um, also, there's another mathematical problem with AMMs. And that is like, uh, um, so if you think about it, like a LP position against say, for example, a stablecoin it's sort of a bearish position ultimately. So the thing is like at the bottom of the market it, when the chance of your token going up is higher than going down further, you really don't have any incentive to provide uh, liquidity there in a sense. And then at the top of the market, you don't exactly have, um, a reason to because of impermanent loss situations. So it's like, Oh, it's only like mid market where it has some mathematical rationality to it. And, at that point, it's like, well, like, I don't know. How do you know when you're in mid-market? That's the other thing. So strategically, I've always I found it to be very difficult to decide when to use um, LP positions, if at all, as an end user. And I think that's an interesting problem. last Joe. We're
1: going to bring Joe in, Sefi. He's got his hand up where he's been I think he's going to respond to your point exactly, Joe.
4: Yeah, no, I, I agree with Sefi that the, the market conditions further incentivize or disincentivize people providing liquidity i wanted to comment on what jake said about um how the deep liquidity is achieved in the first place and what he's describing i think is a lot better than these like public liquidity bootstrapping things where like there there's heavy marketing and it's almost like the uh the money that the the public is going to put into this initial pool ha- is the highest risk position that you could probably take on the decks You know you they'll say oh for five days we're gonna do um price discovery but price discovery doesn't take five days price discovery takes like years and i i've seen these done with like heavy marketing and people think it's like people almost are are deceived into putting their money into these pools as if it's like an ico from 2017 but these just go down And even in the bull market, it's not a great position, but what about, what about raising funds for initial liquidity through like, let's say an NFT sale where the NFT becomes the liquidity position, the representation of your liquidity in the pool and you're paid out, um, you're paid out transaction fees for holding the NFT. The NFTs can trade on another market. Um, you know, let's say you have a thousand NFTs, each NFT costs a thousand bucks and that's how you jumpstart. Liquidity for a pair, um, I don't know where the dex token would factor into that, maybe but it would almost be like the dex token the the the, the nFT is the liquidity position, and nFT could also be the governance token for the dex. And I don't think most dexes need dex tokens, and I, I don't see the point of having a the part deepest of, liquidity part the,
6: the, yeah just part ahead, of where ahead. the shenanigans come in is that like many crypto coins. If all you thought of was the LP provider and the success of the DEX, and you didn't have to factor in the cost, cost of development, you didn't have to like pay anybody, and you didn't have any team tokens, et cetera, it's very much possible to do a fair launch uh, where everyone that jumps in at the very beginning, um, their money equates to a certain amount of tokens that they receive. So for example, we're gonna price this token a dollar, and there are no there's no like community pool. There's no uh, team tokens. There's nothing right. There's just simply the, whatever money comes in. That's how many coins get printed. And that's the end of it. And after that, like price discovery happens, you could make a fair launch and make it highly um, like fair. There, there, there were there were some examples of this on Terra where these things happened, and they worked out fine. The problem is um, that ultimately, how then do you finance the development team? Um,
4: the security. Yeah, yeah you're uh, right. You're, you're right about that. Remember, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the end user. I'm not looking at it from that angle like you are. But yeah, you're right. right. Keep going. Sorry. But,
6: but, but so what, what I was going to say is like, so what ends up happening here is any sort of centralized pool of tokens re- that's supposed to fund development, it, essentially this, beca- make, this is why most cryptos are securities, right? Like once you securitize the token and you use the token for um, things like development and other things, then obviously there's going to be sell pressure down the line. And you're always going to have someone arguing, wait a minute, like the price that this thing is trading at now is lower than the price that I paid for this. I don't feel like a venture capitalist, right? (laughs) Like like, there's this kind of, you know, usually if you are an early fair entrant into say a VC type situation, let's say you're a venture capitalist, um, you're sort of expecting one of two things to happen. One is the thing you invest in goes to zero because like the team doesn't execute and your money goes to nothing or B, you're the primary beneficiary if the price of the token goes up, right? There's not a lot of in between there. And that's just the nature of that investment. Whereas when you kind of have these like quasi security things, um, what happens is, is a lot of times the original development team and others have the the original benefit, like, you know, uh, to dump on everybody else. It's a security function of the token. But at the same time, like that prevents uh, like people in mass from getting involved because it's not a true fair launch and it's like this feedback loop of treble where it's like almost like a perfect chain would have essentially an an all volunteer development team oddly enough and if you did that you probably could get to a true community chain status but the problem is how do you uh, get people to commit their lives to building something where they don't have like the, the strong upside, right? So if you're a developer and you're building a dex or a protocol or anything else, it's like, you could be doing anything with your life and your time. Um, If you don't have a significant ownership stake in what you're building, like um, why would, you know, you spend your life building that unless you were just an absolute ideologue, which is possible by the way, like if you look at cosmos, there is a bit of that. Like um, but at the same time, you notice that like when you have that kind of system, you wind up with lots of politics, and the reason you do is because, like, there's no absolute vision except, like, you know. <laughs> so the people in the beginning, they they don't show their politics; they just want the thing to survive. And later, people like when Adam, for example, you have like you know all sorts of partisan politics in between that emerges later, and that's sort of a a normal side effect of those kind of organic growth systems as well. Yeah, the whole thing is very weird. I don't know, I don't know that there's a right answer to all this.
4: Well, I think of like three three things. One, the dex has to be profitable out of the gate to pay those fees. Otherwise, I don't see a good way to do it. The second thing is if you yeah, have a dex token, way,
6: ears yeah. ears does a good discussion about this. You know, Xerox ears like he works on say network and some he worked on some dexes and things. Uh, he does a great discussion about like the bootstrapping problem. Like you're mentioning, how do you get a successful dex from the start? Um, how do you bootstrap that? It, it's a basically a, what do you call it like a a feedback loop problem where it's like there's no way to get it started to get to the point where your transactions are sufficient to fuel the network so you wind up with all these shenanigans to try to get there and that's kind of what osmosis has done right like these dex tokens bleed away the protocols liquidity through inflationary rewards or 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 tokenomics and the goal would be that if the thing gets big enough it can survive on its transactions right that's a theory Anyway,
4: right. No, so but
6: really,
8: the uh, the token is that the, the largest decks, Uniswap, actually just became the largest decks by just kind of being first and having a really good user experience and just offering utility. It's hilarious. And they're still the largest decks to this day. And that was only in like DeFi Summer where there's the whole idea of like yield farming. And like that's when like, you know, su- Sushi launched and then Osmosis felt that like, or Uniswap thought they were going to get cannibalized by Sushi because they had the Sushi token uh and so they launched the uni token which was poorly thought out but um it's just i think it's really interesting that the very first dex, or the the, the one of the most notable dexes in crypto and the largest dex, was initially launched and got billion dollar liquidity with like just no incentives yeah
1: That's and a, and this the, first move and, and Jake and they did the airdrop right uh, which was like it the uni airdrop was like forty grand. And literally you had like people like DeJ and Spartan. I mean, I wasn't privileged. I presume like a clever guy like Jake was in on the uni swap and he got the drop like obviously, yeah, I'm sure you did, Jake, did you? Did you get the drop, Jake? Did you get that uni money or not?
8: It was like forty, you yeah, know? I mean, I uh, did get the <laughs> and it, it was uh it helped me keep building in Cosmos because uh I was classy. not getting paid, so you're we you know it's like uh kept me free. Uh, I heard your
3: story.
1: I heard your story again. Yeah, I heard your story again. So I know, dude, that that drop wall that's quite like interesting. Like like I mean, in uni, like literally, uh, who can deny the success of like uni swap? So? Like literally, when you look at what happened to sushi. And Joseph and blah, 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 like that. Like, is, is Sushi even still alive? Some, I haven't been over,
3: like, anywhere near that shit. Like, is Sushi, like, still alive or not? After Joseph left or has it died or what? I mean, protocols often down don't really die, but, like, it does seem like like development is slowed down.
8: Um, but is it I, don't really, I don't spend as is much time in the world on. as I used to. So... Okay,
1: let let's get some serious questions. I know Joe's got his hand up, right. Uh, if you're bullish on Juno, you're obviously bullish on like wind. like like literally Jake, uh, I, I kind of got that uh, feeling from the interview like the other week, that like there's no choice right now, like it's all or nothing. Uh, so you're, you're bullish. Ethan's over on Juno, on cosmos and it's nice to see i'll shut my mouth uh joe you might have some
4: questions (laughs) you know last thing i was going to say about the dex tokens then it's almost like never-ending questions about dex tokens but i think maybe maybe my expectations are just too high because the dex tokens are expected to fill so many different functions and you know whether it be to pay the team to pay development to supply liquidity to be governance tokens to be reward tokens to be staking reward tokens maybe this just cannot be done with one token right that that could be the answer and maybe the dexes just have a lifespan where they go from bull market to bear market and then that that that's the end of that right i don't know maybe maybe that's how it is but with I would say, with win- uh,
6: an important function of a dex token uh rune is a good example of this uh if you use it to provide uh like financial security to the things on your decks so you have a deterministic price model for it rune would be the perfect example um i think you like rune's model of having that deterministic like price point for rune and you have to have two times the amount of value in rune to support like any lp or whatever related to like your bitcoin or ethereum that you're securing that deterministic model. I think is probably the closest to a gold standard that I've seen. Uh, And it creates a functional utility for the DEX token where you never have any pairings that don't include that token. Right. So to go through from like Bitcoin to Ethereum, you're going from Bitcoin to Rune to Ethereum, et cetera. And Rune becomes the primary pairing similar to how Osmosis does it. Like, you know, that I think is a critical thing. Um, And like to, to Jake's point, like it's, Earlier, it's like it's not really clear that it makes sense that a dex um, shouldn't be vertically integrated. You have should you know it's almost like the lending and borrowing protocol and the um, like perpetuals protocols to like short and long things. A lot of those things are what make money in crypto or in general, um, and like all the possible ways to make money. Well, there's a there's a
4: spread. Of course, they should make money yeah. if there's a spread. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, you're right. But, my, but
6: I guess my point is, like, all of the different ways you can make money have to be incorporated to make sure the financial health of the thing works. And the vertical integration, I would agree with what, what Jake said. Like, I, I haven't seen a situation where that doesn't end up being the case. Um, and it, it's uh, – but at the same time, the more crap you build into a DEX – the more failure points there are and some, you know, the possibility of having someone bleed your decks into oblivion if something Oh happens. yeah, no,
8: there's totally like a lot of risk that goes with that territory. Like you can very easily find yourself building like a house of cards. And it only takes like one little, one little component, you know, like to like completely fuck the entire market. Um and so I think that I think a lot of teams like again like have this kind of kind of vision, you know. Speaking about like just like wind and osmosis, because I know those teams really well. And I'm super bullish on Osmo as well for, for this part, because I just think they're going to be one of the better teams to like also kind of deliver this like full suite of DeFi pr- protocols that kind of like all build on top of essentially like liquidity in the DEX. Um, but yeah, it's going to take time for these things to roll out. And uh, that's probably a good thing because uh, while it might be possible to like roll out a whole suite of interconnected. Financial products, like, yeah, there's a lot of risk there. It's it, it's kind of scary.
6: Yeah, Jake, the
8: benefits Jake, is... Sorry, Steffi,
1: I do apologize, but I just want to say, I've talked about time. There's not a lot of time left uh, for Dow Dow to launch. Like, I do apologize, Steffi, Mike, please accept me. Apologies. I'm just quite like buzzing. Jake, are we getting like official, proper Dow Dow V2 sub Dow
8: capabilities? Uh, on the 1st of January, is that correct or not? I, I don't know. There was that mysterious tweet from the Dada Twitter account. Like, what could that mean, wow. you know? I mean, yeah, that's, wow. that's the little point. We're going we're gonna to launch Dada V2 super fucking hungover on the 1st. It's going to be great.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, Winston Dell, Winston Del,
8: we've got, I mean, Winston Dell is going to be
1: like the ultimate, like proof of concept, like immediately about this shit. We've got people who are willing to put up like digits, like uh, like friends are like I'm gonna put a hundred Juno in, I'm gonna put two hundred Juno in, and then people are like I'm gonna put three NFTs in, I'm gonna put four like, NFT, dude, rack that the rack, Winston Subdow, shit, if we can pull this off, man, I think it's like proof of concept, like
4: dog meme, you know, we- you know what people are gonna say when Jake says, hey, look, Dow Dow is live people are going to say this sucks why didn't we get a dowdow Dow airdrop
1: i don't give a fuck about them plebs man <laughs> uh it, it, it should have been involved in the no, should have been involved in it, like the process like long before like now like rama or somebody like i've got no Dow, Dow tokens put it that way rama has cuz he's contributed like I
8: have not What else? I'm way, gonna make. Sure the way to get uh-huh. tokens is to contribute uh-huh. and to launch cool dows. We said it in like our, our tokenomics paper. Everyone expects us to do like the airdrop in the same way, but we want to airdrop to people that make really interesting DAOs. And so, go and make really interesting. I DAO. want DAO tokens. DAO. Um. Yeah,
3: I. I, f- I
1: think getting two, honorary we- NFT. Jake's <laughs> getting an honorary NFT, like other Culture is gonna get one. He knows he is like <laughs> Just being the godfather of Dowdow. Dow, he has to get the honorary Winston NFT. And then the rest of the shit, I mean, who doesn't want their NFT like stake and rewards to go to a fucking dog charity? You've got to be a bad person, like deep down, like not to want to like give some money away at the sick dogs, man. Fuck that. Let's go.
4: Let's do this shit, Jake. Yo, Robo, I got to run, but thanks for hosting the spaces and staying on late. Nice to talk to everyone, and uh, I see Shroot down there. T- take it easy, man. Have a great uh, rest of the week.
1: You're welcome, Joe. You've been a big part of uh, the Cosmos revival. It's like what I would say. like I think Joe's been a, an incredible part of what we've seen uh, pan out over the last like six, eight weeks. Uh, I think we all need to give ourselves like a pat on the back whether that's Jake, whether that's Seve, whether that's fucking Amir or Joe, Amanda, wait, Amanda. oh, her. oh my goodness, Your woman, yeah, woman, always keeps me in check. Uh, hello, darling, good, good morning. It's fucking uh, what time? It's nearly five a.m. here. I'm all right, Lord doll. I'm okay. Can you talk? Can you uh, can you talk? Can you blink twice?
3: <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? I don't know, Jake's here. Isn't he lovely? He's fucking lovely like your man. Lovely, isn't he? Great talking. Like he's isn't he? Isn't he? Huh?
7: Jake, yeah. we love you, yep. you know, Jake.
8: <laughs> oh, <laughs> sub doubt for the win. I, I, I don't know how to so, don't know how to react so to that. So awkward. This, but... We had sub doubs. We read Jake's Jake's best comment of
1: fucking 2022. He's like, sub doubts for the win. Oh my god, I was like, I can't imagine the smell in some people's houses. Right now,
0: <laughs>
3: Jake,
1: you're a bastion of freedom, you you motherfucker. Never mind. I shouldn't be taught, I guess. Like if Gaines was here, Gaines would be like, Robo, shut up. Like oh Rama. Can you imagine? Like, where are they? These people who were supposed to control me. Seriously or
3: sick. Gaines is sick.
1: Like- oh yes, he's really bad. But seriously, Jake, you know. There are not many voices of reason. You are one of the very, very few. And out of the very, very few, you're one of the very few. We actually fucking trust. So, yeah, dude. Anyway,
3: that's how we feel about you. No accolades or anything or no fucking fanboy shit. But you know, you know what I mean, dude? Thanks. That's that's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't, like, I don't want any fanboy shit. That sounds that sounds not fun. Just want to. You know, build cool shit.
8: Bro, bro, Dow
1: Dow Dow, Dow it's got to be some of the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like literally, like like. Is there anything like Is there any Dow tooling on earth going to be better than Dow Dow V two? <laughs> I very much fucking doubt it.
8: Yeah, I think, uh I think not. And uh yeah, people are like, "Oh, Juno doesn't have any like applications." Like, nope, not true. We've got like fucking flagship application.
3: And it's, it's just going to get better. like, uh, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and, and, and Jake, you know something, I mean, I'm going to end this space as like within about the next like half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever, but I will say that the creation of subdows or the subdow system, which will facilitate the core one uh, transition, is like by far like like literally it's like literally if you're a pleb and you don't understand what's going on in the game and you don't understand like the long game right or the long player uh yeah i'll pity you because the creation of what you're seeing now is the next evolution of juno and if i am right and and jake i I, actually let's say guys if i'm if i'm talking shit Right, Jake, this is what I said earlier on a space like like On this one, it's recorded, so I'm not going to... Right, I said earlier, you can't create another Juno. That's what I said, right? I said, this group of devs that came together at this particular time, under these circumstances, with these resources, like literally, you can't go and create another Juno. You're not going to find a public, like, a public permissionless network like Juno. Stop me if I'm wrong, Nodget, right? I very much doubt you'd be able there. Anyone can do a Juno again, right?
8: Yeah, no, I think it is pretty special, like, even for all its flaws. I think it's special that it's, like, basically, like, pretty open about all the flaws, too. Like, you know, we've openly discussed all of them. Meanwhile, there's, like, teams that have it, like, and I think because of that, we have, like, an extra, like, critical eye towards Juno, but, you know that's a healthy thing um there's a lot of teams that have like a ton of shady shit going on like i'm not gonna like call out names or projects but it's there uh it doesn't get the attention but you know um i think that like with juno we have some like really unique awesome shit and we're 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 doing cool things and it doesn't move as fast as some people want and there's definitely been like fuck ups in the past get get used to it that's life um but like this, this community is going nowhere, and if anything, I think it's kind of getting a much-needed reset, you know. Um, so, uh, um, I'm super stoked. I don't think I don't think you can copy Juno, but we can also copy, you know, other good
3: ideas when we see them.
8: So, and we're just gonna keep, you know, we're gonna keep building awesome shit. Like I'm so excited for Mesh Security next year. Like, our, working with Osmosis team. I've already had a couple calls with them. Like. You know it's it's gonna be a big deal uh i don't think anyone's gonna be talking about cake, well, yeah uh, yeah well i was gonna i was gonna go there i was gonna
3: say mesh makes fucking ics irrelevant yes or no question i mean maybe not completely oh, it... irrelevant but like okay
1: does it compliment or does mesh like completely like outweigh like any ics like
8: you know, advantages. I think it probably complements it. Um, Cause you know, uh, you could use ICS and mesh, like, um, but yeah, I th- I'd say it probably complements it. But um, I think it's just going to be well, one up is- being a, a lot more exciting and uh, we're going to see a bunch okay. of different mesh protocols. Um, Does not so- mesh up like uh, financial, like uh,
1: advantages as well. Like, okay, for ICS, do they have to, like, uh, like, invest in new equipment and stuff? And, and Mesh, is it, like, a lot easier for people, like, validators, to integrate
8: uh, Mesh? Yeah, so one of the uh, shitty things about ICS is that every time there's a new ICS chain, the validators also have to run that chain. So that means if you want to validate Adam after 10 chains, in order to enter the active set, you're going to have to, like, fully spin up on, like, 10 different chains in order to... Um, you know to validate and i think that that naturally means that there's going to be a limit to how many ics chains there will be like i don't think there's going to be more than 10. i think after every s ics chain the validators are going to get super critical wow. of like hey you know we don't really want to like run in- infrastructure for this random chain and that kind of like you know cor- kind of brings us back to like sort of square one um And so I'm really, I've serious doubts about ICS ability to like scale to like hundreds of chains. Like, you know, um, I just, I just don't think practically it's going to happen because of the logistics. The fact that validators have to run every chain that is an official ICS Atom chain. I think that like scales to like, at most like 10. Now it can be 10 important chains, like, you know, um, and I think that there's like other great things about like the Atom token and community, but like, um,
3: I, I just think
8: that ultimately like mesh security will be something that's like much bigger than than cosmos. It will truly be an interchain phenomenon because another great thing about mesh security is that you can use, uh, like other assets besides just Atom. So like, what's the market cap of Ethereum? Like, cause I'm already talking with teams that are going to like bring like Ethereum via like an L2 to IBC. Um, and that's like a fuck ton of market cap to secure the inner chain. Um not to mention like the market cap of osmosis and juno and say and um like all the other you know chains that are going to join and be part of the mesh and atom can be part of the mesh as well so like um i think it's just about creating the most economic security possible for for the interchain for for cosmos and wow um you know i think mesh will be i'm pretty excited about mesh um and then from the user's perspective yep. whether you're a validator uh, you, that, no extra work required for validators. They don't have to do anything. That's great. Like no extra work for validators. Um, if you're a user, you get to like cross delegate. Like you can have your Juno. You can stake it on Juno, and you can cross stake it on Osmo and earn some like Osmo tokens. You can cross stake it hopefully on Stargaze and earn some Stars token. You can cross stake on Terra if they decide to join the mesh. And you know, like we create this like really awesome like interconnected like mesh
3: of, of value. Um, and it's going to be like really sick.
1: Your voice, your voice is like fucking liquid gold. I mean, I don't know anyone else like listen to this spaces. If you are listening like live or even on the recording, you're, you're blessed, man. Your man's voice is like, it's like liquid fucking gold, right? Uh, I heard you, uh, uh, Jake, just very quickly. I heard you briefly mention like Say Network. Uh, I was talking to some validators the other day. Uh, on a conversation, and they were talking about like the storage like problem. Uh say say network has obviously got like a very, very small block time, less than like half a second block time they're aiming for or something. And I, I'm unaware of what they're doing. Uh, dude, validators are expressing concern about say network and their uh like they were like fucking hell the hard drives we're going to be like burning out here we're going to be ridiculous like do you know about anything about that jake i mean i don't want to press you dude if you, if you do or you don't i don't i don't know but i heard something about storage they would say like it might be a problem
8: for normal uh, yeah I, I don't really have a comment on that to be honest um uh, i don't really uh we're looking at speeding up the block times in juno though um and we're trying to figure out, like, basically only like making blocks if there's like a transaction, for example. So like, uh, n- like no block progresses unless there's like a transaction. That's a great way to like save space. Um, I'm sure the Safe Protocol team will also be looking at like similar ways to like, you know, solve problems. Like, and it, it, they're still pre launched. So um, I haven't looked in this specific. Has that been, there, has that been done know, before, but... Jake? Sorry,
1: Jake. Has that been done before? Where like, literally, you, you don't produce a block
8: unless it's a transaction. Is that because I do yeah, know there's some the hard hard settings for this, you know, it's like, right? Yeah, and okay. this is something that we've been talking with uh, Reese, who's leading software development at Juno, you know, and um, uh, Notional, um, and Strangelove. And I think we have a really good solid plan. Um, it's not going to make the next Juno you know, release, but we're hoping for the very next release after, after that. Um, it does require a lot of testing, so you know. That's fun. But we we're hoping to wow. block times. You know, you could always go faster, but then there's like trade-offs, you know. Uh so uh like if you make the blocks really fast, it's impossible for validators to have 100 percent uptime. Like they'll inevitably like miss some blocks. Um, which it can be fine as long as you communicate that to people. Um, I think we're probably gonna shoot for like two to three seconds for a block time in the next June you know, release. That's not this upcoming month
3: yeah.
1: Fucking raccoons would love that, wouldn't they? I mean, if we can uh, stop that double transaction, I wish I know you've been helping with in mind, guy uh, Jake. We really do appreciate like your input. Like, thank you so much for the time you've like given the raccoons to try to help solve solve the problem. But dude, man, even if you half like the block time and we didn't get that like double transaction. That three second uh, dopamine hit with Raccoon Casino, dude. I'll go and sell. I'll be. i I'll, I'll sell that shit on the street corners. I'd push that shit all day long. Cause we are... Wait. wait I. I do apologize. Uh, a woman's come in. I'm. I'm always going to respect the women. Uh, Kid, you put your hand up, darling.
5: Yes, I did, because I've been trying to read out the room because it's ever-changing, figuring out uh, Jake, I'm guessing that was your name. Sorry, I'm not trying to be rude. Um, you're talking about mesh mesh network, networking, like a topolo- um, typo- top topology, or are you talking about uh, protocol that you guys are currently building for an additional layer?
1: We're losing you. Yeah, no, yeah, Sorry, kids. I think I, think I, I think
8: I think I, I think I heard that. The question was like just a bit more about like what mesh security is or what mesh is. Yeah. Um, so mesh security, you can think of this as an interchain protocol. So it's a protocol that's run across multiple different chains. I, I, for example, I got
5: that. I already know what mesh is. I was just checking if that's the current project because the the question on top of that was, all right, you're talking about a mesh protocol as additional layer, not actually a level one for the blockchain. Um, you're working separately within Juno network and not with the nodes all together for the decentralized for the Cosmos. Um, I was listening to Robo. Uh, robot, sorry, on the issues with the validators previously and the memory that it can cause. And it, so basically the layer with the mesh network is a temporary packet holding before it interacts with the blockage chain and the time frame for without reducing or giving up security, reducing the time frame for transactions is a two to three seconds currently.
3: Uh, I don't get what the
8: the question is. Um, I got completely
1: uh, lost their mind, by the way, it's okay. it's not, no, no, no. We'll,
8: we'll, we'll follow up, we'll, follow up. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, block times on most Cosmos chains right now are currently about six seconds on like Osmosis and Stargaze and uh, Cosmos Hub. It's about six second block times. It's kind of like the standard. Um, people are working to run faster block times. Um. That doesn't really matter for for mesh security because it's de- designed as like an asynchronous protocol. So you could submit evidence of bad behavior an hour later, and it would still you know have the affected re- result and like slash the ma- malicious validator. So it's it's designed so that like block times don't really matter. If If that's what you were asking, but if not, no, that's
5: not what I was asking. I'm I'm trying to basically cut to the chase and uh, ask the questions, get the information I need to come up with a conclusion before I make my question. But uh, asynchronous off of the mesh network, that would be top uh, the topology of the network made per the nodes but as more chains come in for the IBC protocol for them to work together that would be an issue with the validators for trying to input sidecar um, coding for updates and that also includes when it ends up having a permanent packet loss for the messages that are being received and sent through so I'm wondering how that would work with uh, the parallel chains which is the, the um, blocked graveyard chain.
3: I don't know what the block graveyard chain is, and um, wow, wow. Uh, I mean, but I'm not. Did anyone I think, understand? I mean, am I, For I, every I'm, there, there's
5: the, for every information that is stored on the blockchain, and for every transaction that's sent through and not um, not validated, and it, it goes somewhere. That message is stored forever on an additional blockchain
8: no if it's not if it's not validated it doesn't it doesn't really um like i guess the, yeah there's no blockchain that like support like if a tree falls so in a forest and no one hears it like no one heard it um and if it doesn't get re- recorded on the ledger it it does not exist um i think a really good thing for you to like read would be like there's actually some like really good like um uh, blog posts and like the like Documentation on the IBC website for how inter-blockchain communication works and how these packet packets are like uh, sent from like one chain to another. And I think that that like reading through that might help answer like some of these questions. Um,
5: I have read through it, but the algorithm to it doesn't make sense. So I'm going to have to actually read into the mesh network protocol, figure out how that interacts when it works with the IBC well, to layer two. Mesh
3: is
1: mesh is only something that darling, sorry mesh is only something that's already just being like produced uh coded or about to be implemented now it has like a mesh effectively has like nothing to do with the like original like ibc protocol of how this like entire system like talks to each other uh, yeah
5: so you're talking about yeah, the topology it,
1: well, but you keep using the same words, kid uh, like literally darling like i'm not going to be funny
8: like i think like literally i think this is great i think yeah. uh I, I love i love i love these conversations and i love i i can't tell if you're trolling but if you are it's great and yeah i know it's i it's yeah too often like it gets to it gets to a point like too often there's like a lot of you know techno babble going on and it's all the um, words yeah it's hard Both to words. it's hard to like you know educate people on things like crypto because like there's a lot to learn, like you know there's like the underlying cryptography, which is like we could have like a whole you know college level like like class on that, like a whole Jake, like, semester Jake, class in on my job you know it's like um, Jake in my job dude,
1: in my job, I have to teach people like business people like professional high level like CEOs of like Dow or Chevron or whoever, like right? I have to teach them to like like understand like how to talk in English like and how to like behave and how to position things it's a really like weird thing like like you need to know what the fuck you're talking about like like seriously and you need to be concise precise and like if you don't then you need to be in the learning class and that's fine like with all all of us have been in the learning class you know It's great to exist around there, but you know, if you're gonna come in and have real conversations, then like, you know, at least know what you are talking about. Uh, Anyway, fuck, dude, Jacob. This space has been going on for like over nine hours. Wait a minute.
8: I I I gotta I gotta peace out. I just joined because I was walking home, and it's time to like get back to work. But I will say, since the topic is coming up, that we are going to be uh publishing like a massive like architecture document in q1 for, for mesh security and i think that'll be a really great thing for people that have like deep questions about how exactly it works it handles like such and such edge case to read through and hopefully it'll answer all your burning questions and maybe we can do spaces just on that topic at some point but
3: i um yeah i I'm
8: don't
1: i don't want to know about that
8: jake i want to know did you have a nice christmas yeah did you have a nice little celebration son that's all i want to yeah, know have i had fun? a great great um celebration and i wasn't on twitter for like three days it was wonderful great flat, uh, flat. But... well
1: leave leave twitter for another fucking three days will you because we all should do this shit i mean after the day i'm probably gone but uh dude it's new year what have you got planned have you got a rave about you got a right rave plan for new year you i know fucking jake this motherfucker's
8: gonna
3: rave all day.
8: No, I'm, I'm gonna ship out, uh, that out V2 on January 1st, and it's gonna be great. And uh, then maybe there'll be a rave after that. But you know, I'm gonna I, I, I got to get back to it. So it was great, fucking chatting with all you racked out there and all you non-rock, you know, party um, doubt. party but, down, yeah, party <laughs> Dow. Hey, Rod and validators, <laughs> next year,
3: <Let's laughs> fucking go. All right, see y'all. Oh, I love Peace. ya happy holiday jake. take care take care son
1: isn't he lovely i'm gonna go guys like like literally that was a beautiful conversation with jake i mean he's such a fucking lovely soul like literally i, I could talk to him all day long same as a Mandel. same as a Mia. all he is like five i mean fucking dude there's five fifteen here I fed the dogs, I bought the dogs, I like, I like. wait, okay, it's all leaving, look, it's, I can see everybody like, it's leaving immediately, never mind, anyway,
3: uh, yeah, uh, Amir, it's quite nice, uh, Thank talking you. to you guys, nice, nice talking to you again, Robo, yeah, man, you, you know, Amir, we go we go deep, you know, we
1: go along, we go deep, you and I, we, we, we you know, pretty well, People don't realize, people like me and Chris and Bruce, right, that we roll, we're in travel spaces, still here. we roll people. We've we roll for months, now. We've been here at the worst of the bear market, and we're still, like, trying to horse, like, fucking, like, nine-hour spaces, all right? Anyway, good luck, is all. Uh, go on your fucking journey enjoying you you're not gonna fucking hear from me until fucking 2023 anyway I'm off to rack some shorts on Seoul see you later you motherfucking cunt Winston say bye bye say bye bye
0: thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was part 4 of the 4 part rack FM number 16 Recorded on Wednesday, December 28, 2022, for Terraspaces.org. I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org/donate and show us some support. We blow through the dust Volcanoes erupt No one ever guessed that the game would be tough Keep the hands off when the play is a bust Playing old and just so we keep it on the one Blast off on the two Help me see the three Third I open wide Checking out the scene Razor beam focused Starscream jokers Living off the fat of the people they approach Tell me what happens when the land fights back With the cliffs at our backs Make the last stand matter No one ever planned for the famine on deck We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger, sitting in a little den, envisioning in the middle man. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bu, bu-, bu- billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion bu- 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 billion. Then envision in the middle, men. listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty. Then talk about how, while the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b bu- 1000000000 bu- bu- Talk about how, while the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b bu- 1000000000 bu- bu- Chemical spaces. <laughs>